Welcome back to Awaken Agile. In this session, we are talking about the last Agile conference, Lean Agile Systems Thinking, what we presented on and other talks that we watched, presentations that we watched and and what we got from it. Really interesting discussion, lots of different points flying around. So uh, buckle up, here we go. We're back. We're back, Adam. It's been two weeks, actually. We missed a week last yeah, week. Yeah, we missed a week. We've been slack. Yeah. Whoops. Whoops. It's that time of the year, you know. It's been a long year. Everyone's tired. We need a break. I need a break from you. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I can be quite exhausting. I said, to, I said to my wife the other day, I said, I think the only reason we're together is just because of your patience tolerance, because I'm extremely annoying and extremely petty. She's just able to, she's just patient. And did she just say, yep? She, yeah, yeah correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hilarious. Yeah. I think my wife's with me just for the money. Yeah. I'll get there. That'll be the case for me too. <laughs> uh, joking, joking, joking. And the barbecue. Um, do you cook? Do you cook a good barbie? Do you? I wouldn't say that. Just because like I up. can. Oh, okay. It's just because I because I can. Right, right. I do a pretty good barbie. <laughs> do you okay. um? Do you cook mushrooms you- on the barbie, and then put beer in them? <clears throat> I can. That's well, yes. It's not something that I do every every time, but yes. That's what is everyone's barbecue skill? <laughs> what is everyone's no, little secret. That's a good question. That's not a bad question. Yeah. Mm, mm. Do you when do? um when my wife and kids went away, the in-laws took them on holiday for a week. All I cooked on was the barbie. I didn't use the really. Yeah, I didn't use the kitchen. I didn't use the dining table. I just basically <laughs> it it just was unused for a week, and I just cooked on the barbie. That's amazing. Yeah. Good work. Thank you. Thank you. Some sort of um, uh, outback traveling nomad. Well, it's just one less dish to worry about, right? You just clean the barbie when you're done and that's it. Done. Yeah. How do you, how do you clean yours? Do you use half a lemon? I don't want to talk about it. Or? I don't want to talk about yeah. it. You, you don't clean it. Okay, good. No, I do clean it. I just don't clean it that well. Okay. Uh, Some people are just the scrape. They use the scrape. They just scrape. And other people, uh, half a lemon. Some people pour some beer on to try and get the crunchy bits off. Oh, no. I, um, if I was to clean it, the best way I clean it is straight after I've finished using it, I'll pour water and and I've got a brush, steel brush, steel wool brush, whatever. And I'll brush Mm -hmm. that all off. And then when I, when I start the next day or whatever, sometimes I'll use salt and uh, vinegar. And it'll mm-hmm. there you go. Destroy it all. There's there's four things you need for cleaning. I learned this back in my hotel days. There's four there's four things you need. Yeah. One is water. Yeah. Uh, two is friction. So you need some sort of friction. Yeah. Heat. So yeah. hot water. Yeah. And chemical, some sort of chemical, but it doesn't have to be you know chemical that's going to burn your eyes out. Yeah, um, yeah. Your you know vinegar and 
bicarb soda or something. Not yeah, a yeah. nice cl- clean, clean for the environment. <laughs> um, so the four things. Yeah. Huh, there, there you go. go. Hmm. All right. Well, we should probably get talking. I reckon. Actually, about sure. agile. You don't agree? Um, I hope you, someone's learned something today about how to clean things. Well, I, I did learn something, so that's good. Mm, good. Good on you. Thank you, Adam. Um, <laughs> so we had the last conference last week. What does last stand for, Adam? Lean Agile Systems Thinking. Cool. We had um we had a guy that opened the um the conference, and I don't think he knew what last stand stood for. <laughs> He's talking about how things last, and you know you can be last in line or something. <laughs> Yeah. No, no. His name was Tyson Junker Porter. Yes. Uh, yes. Senior research fellow at Deakin. Oh, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm. Yeah. Lean Agile Systems Thinking. So we had the conference. There was heaps of um, heaps of presentations on, which was a shame because we couldn't get to them. Because um, there's only, what, 12, well, maybe 10 spots, like 10 time slots. And then, like, there's like four or five running at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, um, Maybe we'll talk about ours, and then we'll talk about the ones that you and I went to, and and see if we got any value from it. What do you reckon? Yeah, sounds good. Cool. Uh, I've got a tiny video up on um, LinkedIn uh, of like a snippet of us on what we did, but basically what we did was um, we wanted to prove that basically OpenAI or ChatGPT isn't going to take these agile coaches' role or the Scrum Master's role, um, and we showed. What you can do with it. So, like, we put in prompts like build a burn-up chart, um, create a, a cadence calendar or um, uh, give us an agenda for backlog refinement or write a – draw a – come up with a Christmas retrospective. Um, and then we got a bit more detailed. So, like, I asked questions about the burn-up chart that um, Bard – we used Bard, uh, which is a Google Chrome extension – I asked Bart about why he built the burn-up chart that way, and he explained that, which was interesting. And then, and then another step we did was, um, you know, I've got a story that's too big, and I don't know how to slice it or decompose it. Um, ask me questions about the team and the scope and the project, uh, so that um, you can come up with the best answer if I should slice or decompose. So, so we did some of that stuff, and and that that's, that was pretty. Some for some people it was pretty basic. For some people it was pretty interesting. Uh, then we went into where it breaks, and so we spoke about where you know when it is giving us these kinds of answers, it's more of an information dump as opposed to wisdom. And um, and sometimes it'll give you fifty options when really all you need is one. So we we got a coach on board. We we got a coach from the audience, old old mate Stephen Callahan, who we're going to have on the podcast soon. I hope he's an absolute legend. And we got him to. Uh, we got a question from the from the audience, and it was around. It was around. Um, I've got too many front end developers to back end. I don't have enough back end developers, and we got a lot of back end work. What do we do? And um, and Stephen had a really good answer around understanding the flow first before you you look at the resource utilization, and and yeah, his answer was very wise and context dependent. Um, with Bard, Bard came out with about 20 or 30 options and um, we read through a few a, f- a few of them, uh, mostly high level, uh, didn't go into detail, but we could have kept prompting. And, um, and we found some of those answers to be helpful as well. However, the, the wisdom and the, uh, the context-driven answers were, weren't there. 
and and we came to a solution that um, coach plus bard is optimal. And even Stephen said he would have he would have probably chucked that question into ChatGPT uh, before he came back with an answer anyway. So anyway, so that was that was really good. That was basically our presentation. It was um, what can you do with um, open AI? Um, where does it break? Uh, are you still afraid of your job, um, given what you currently see? And um, let's have a go of the coach versus the robot. And that was it. Did I miss anything, Adam? No, I think we got good engagement. We got yes, great questions from the audience. So that that shows that they were they were eager to learn and, and engaged. And yep. uh, it was it was a fun a fun morning. It was fun. It was fun. Mm. And well, mm. I was wrapped about the engagement. We did have a lot of questions in the audience and so and some people with some um uh revelations uh yes. they, some things they hadn't seen hadn't yep. seen before um and i was I was watching the faces in the audience while you were while you were showing uh, bard and uh yeah some people were surprised at some of the stuff you can do yep yep and mm. um and i really don't think we've even scratched the tip of the iceberg um with what mm. you can do um I went to just on a segue to to one of the presentations I went to by Stephen Callahan. He spoke about AI in some serious detail. Um, he spoke about the history of AI back down like way back when the 1950s up until now, um, and and what ChatGPT has been able to achieve in the past four or five years, and just the rate of growth. He he spoke about some serious detail about what it can do and what it looks like it might be able to do soon. Even ChatGPT four, I mean that that was super intuitive. He he basically asked a question via voice text. It came back with a wise answer as opposed to an information dump. So yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to having Stephen Callahan on our podcast to talk about that. So I won't go into too much detail, but but basically in that presentation, a lot of people thought their their jobs were potentially at risk. <laughs> um, but they a lot of people also thought that um new jobs will come out of it similar to all kind of technology developments, industrial developments, mm. you know, when the internet came out, you know, a lot of people thought they'd lose jobs and stuff, but jobs had changed. And um, so, yeah, mm. I'm no economist, but um, it was a very interesting a group group discussion. Yeah. And I was, I actually had a, I, I held a position that no one else held. <laughs> so, so that was, um, that was interesting. And, and um, what maybe, was your position? Well, my position was so after uh, I felt like ours was like the high level uh, AI, right? And then Steve went into like the oh, like yeah, into the yeah. We, into the we said ours was a beginner a beginner session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, so, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not at all taking anything away from what we did. Um, but so a lot of people were like, yeah, okay, uh, that's it for our jobs. We're done. And a lot of people were like, I don't even think. New jobs will come of this. I think just AI will just replace every single job, and it's doom and gloom. Steve also said some of the amazing things that it'll be able to do as well, and put on the pros. But so my position was this: people will need purpose, and jobs give people purpose. And so if there's no jobs, there's no purpose, and everyone's depressed and doesn't know what to do. So I I think in time, if it has this development where AI takes over the world, I think we will, at least some of us. Will reject the whole thing and go back to basic jobs to fulfil purpose. No one else held that position, mm. but I'm 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 standing firm oh, on that one. <laughs> no one else, no one else held that position. Okay, okay. 
Uh, what did what did I learn about? So I went to a few sessions while you were you were at those. Um, after immediately after our session, we went to uh, Kirsty McDonald had a session on Dungeons and Dragons in tech teams. Yes. Uh, so basically, using a a game, a tabletop game, to help teams learn um, communication and collaboration skills, mm. and that was lot that was lots of fun. Um, so it was a good it was a good little exercise you can run with your teams just just have a bit of fun to teach them as a development team uh, how to how to work better together using a, a scenario. After morning break or after lunch, I went to Aurelian Mirando. Did a um, a facilitation workshop. So how how to facilitate meetings to get to an outcome um, more quickly and better. What were some of the tactics or skills that came out of that one? Uh, he explained uh, there's there's generally two types of meetings. One that's a a comet shape where you spend uh, the where you spend time coming with some ideas. And then quickly decide which idea you're going to go with. Mm. So think of it as a comet with with a tail. And others uh, more like a solutionizing type meeting, which is a spaceship um, shape where you get you pick an idea quickly and then spend a bit of time breaking it down or refining it. And that was that was interesting. Uh, I went to Niv Sama's session on having fun with team building activ- activities. And Niv has built a whole list of things during uh, during the COVID times about team building activities you can do, and after COVID, you know, face to face activities. Uh, and there's a whole raft of a list of activities, fun stuff to do to keep it interesting and real. After the break, oh, uh, saw a talk on using mental health metrics in the workplace, mm. um, and I thought, you know, we. I went there because you know we we know the metrics we we use some of us use velocity and some of us use other metrics and that, and that kind of thing and I thought well mental health metrics it's not something that we usually trace or track unless we're we're doing a health check every sprint on our teams the last talk I went to was another AI talk which was uh, Andrew and James on incorporating AI in development and products yeah awesome and so more of a deep dive developer um, type session. Uh, on AI, uh, and that was fun. Uh, and the whole day was great. the The setting was amazing at the Abbotsford Abbotsford Convent in Collingwood. Um, yeah, it was fantastic day. Yeah, uh, the catering was amazing. Yeah. Um, caught up with a lot of old friends uh, in the industry and made some new ones. And uh, yeah, it was a good day. Oh, yeah. Look, actually, before we before we go into that. I'll also speak about um, the last one I went to. Uh, Daniel Hill and Niall McShane. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Workplace climate change. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't about climate change at all. It was it was very interesting, Niall especially. He, he, he spoke about his journey being an Agile coach and how he went from, you know, like Scrum Master and um, Agile Delivery Lead and whatever, XP and... He just did everything, right? He, he read every book he, and he became a professional. And and he found that um, he was a little bit overconfident in his skills. Um, and he's kind of gone full circle back to just focusing on empathy and kindness and um, 
I forgot the other one that that he was focusing on. Um, other characteristic, but he I like to call him the Agile Buddha because he he kind of he's learned everything so much so that he um, you know those you know those like superhero movies where they become so advanced that they don't need to do anything. You know, like in the Matrix, where it's like you soon you won't need to dodge bullets; they'll just stop in front of you. Like, you know that scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's what I felt like. Nile was <laughs> enlightened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and that was really interesting. And and anyway, that so they spoke about um, firstly they spoke about what are the crazy kind of roles that you've that you've had, and, and people have said, oh yeah, people have called me up asking if I want to be a backlog manager or a velocity manager. <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to a scrum master or a, or whatever but um that was quite funny but um basically what they did was got everyone to s- split up and there were some um skills that come with being an agile professional that you you would admit that you're not very that you you haven't used recently or you haven't used at all or that you're rusty on and you should go to that area and here's a bunch of scenarios that and and discuss how you would use that skill um, and I went to cross-skilling because uh, my teams um, have struggled with that in the past, and I've mm. and I've, uh, perhaps I have gotten rusty with that. And um, and that was a really interesting conversation with a couple other people, speaking about different kinds of scenarios um, we could pick from a list there. And I think the list, one of the first thing I picked was um, dealing with senior stakeholders and managers and trying to trying to get outcomes. And anyway, so. Having that cross set, uh, cross skilling mindset, Niall told us to put on that coat, whatever that coat you're uncomfortable with, just physically put that on. Imagine you putting that on like you're a different kind of person now, and just use mm. that skill that you are rusty with, um, and think about what that would look like. So it was really a self reflection ac- activity and um, to identify. And he said basically, if you've, if you've come out of this session, you identify a gap in your craft then you've won half the battle because the first thing is to identify it and then you can then you can work on it. Anyway, so really, really interesting chat. And uh, I'm, I'm, it's a shame it was so far at, at the end of the session because I think people were just exhausted and wanted to go home. Or whatever. Mm. But that was probably mm. my favourite, yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay, excellent. So that's our reflections from, from last. Would you yeah. go again? Would you go? Yeah, oh, you go yeah, 100%. And I think it, it wasn't just the... Um, talks and presentations it was the networking networking's got a kind of bad connotation to it these days it wasn't just it wasn't networking for the sake of networking you're making friends you're chatting to people in the, in the same industry as you and you're learning and you're having a rant about the same kind of issues that they have and all that sort of stuff and um it was just lovely and thank you adam for submitting us to go that was that was a lot of fun mate mm. It was fun. Uh, I would, um, I would submit again. Uh, you get a free ticket. <laughs> yeah, 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 you get to meet a lot of interesting, nice people, and uh, yeah, in our in our industry, and open up your eyes. And um, it's good to step out of your you not so much your comfort zone, but your good to step out of your environment mm. and see what's what's in the big wide world every now and then. Mm. It's not all doom and gloom. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, very good. Mm-hmm. I hope that was somewhat helpful to the listener, but I think we can finish it up there. Uh, anything you wanted to add, Adam? Uh, if if you're thinking about uh, submitting to a conference, then do it. Just yeah. just just do it. Yeah. Um, 
you know, the, the worst they're going to do is say, no, 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 we've got other talks that we'd prefer to listen to than than yours. Yeah. But at least you've you've given it a go and thrown your hat in the ring. Yeah, completely agree. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. We hopefully we'll catch you next week. We do plan on on one more before the year ends. So, uh, so until then, we'll catch you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening, everyone. That was uh, a reflection on the last conference held in Collingwood in Melbourne at the Abbotsford Convent. If you're interested in learning more, then please hit us up at LinkedIn at Awaken Agile or awakenagile at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until then, bye for now. Be helpful. Good stuff. Uh, All right, mate. Thanks for that. You all good? Yeah, I'm good.